What's going on, Success Edge listeners? This is Tyler McCart coming at you. Episode 8. We got a special interview. Here we go. So, guys, thank you so much for listening in. Uh, man, I am excited about this podcast. Uh, this, again, is something new. One of the things I'm excited about is I got a new microphone. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. And I mean, I, I might be able to tell a story about it later on, but right now it's just awesome. Awesome. But episode uh, eight, guys, uh, we're going to have some fun with Mr. Chris Rice, actually. And um, we're going to get into this right now uh, without any further ado. And let me kind of tell you a little bit about how I met Chris and how I know Chris. Um, so Chris and I, we've been friends for, gosh, Chris, how long now? Years. Years? <laughs> I don't really know exactly how long. Almost too many years to count. Yeah. Um, but actually, I remember the first time I met Chris was actually Myrtle Beach um, at a night owl. All right. right. Uh, you know, for our business team, uh, for what we have, we actually do these things late night called night owls. And I won't get into that right now, but we have some fun doing them. Yeah. Um, and uh, I met Chris that way. And then Amy and I moved to Columbia and got to know Chris and Stephanie, uh, his wife, um, actually through our business team here in Columbia, through our Amway business that we have. And, you know, Chris and Stephanie have become some of our best friends, honestly. And Chris um, has a pretty awesome background. He had a Georgia Tech graduate, right? That's correct. Was that a sumo cum laude or anything like that? How, how sober? That was a thank you, Lordy. Oh, thank you, Lordy. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm done. Get me out of here, right? <laughs> yeah. um, and the other thing is, is that uh, Chris has got a mechanical engineering That's correct. background. Uh, so he's obviously pretty smart. I mean, me, I was just good enough just to get a rinky-dink business degree from Coastal Carolina University. So I was glad to get out for that. But uh, Chris also has a successful Amway business also. He's had that for a number of years. But I want Chris to kind of tell, um, just introduce himself, kind of tell his background real quick from his perspective. And so, Mr. Chris Rice, here you go. Well, yeah, well, first of all, hey, what's up, Success Edge listeners? Um, Glad to be on here with you today. I've been listening to the uh, first several episodes of this podcast and getting a lot from it. But uh, like Tyler said already, um, you know, I'm, I'm Chris Rice. I have a beautiful wife and uh, got two awesome kids, both a boy and a girl. And um, also, of course, like he mentioned, entrepreneur who owns and operates an independent Amway business and also do some speaking and some teaching and mentoring and coaching. So um, that's kind of me in a nutshell. But like I said, uh, we're here on the Success Edge with Mr. Tyler McCart. So uh, now you do that, Chris. You do that mentoring and through our through our church, right? Yes, through our church and just through our church has kind of opened up some opportunities to even mentor some other pastors oh. and ministers uh, really? here in the area. You know, wow. I mean, just a thing where periodically sit down over lunch, you know, maybe every quarter or so, yeah. and just kind of talk about stuff. Wow. So that's been a very humbling experience, to say the <laughs> least. So you're actually doing the mentoring of these pastors, or they're mentoring you? I'm mentoring them. What? <laughs> yes. Are you serious? I'm I serious. didn't know that. I'm serious. Yes. You learn something new every day. <laughs> yes. Okay? Especially yes. the success edge, so, okay? That's that's good stuff, man. Right. Wow. Yeah. 
And by the way, guys, just so you know, we actually, Chris and I go to the same church, um, go to Ambassador Christian Center up in Irmo, South Carolina. And um, Pastor uh, David Jenkins is our pastor and great man of God, mm-hmm. great man of God. So, but, um, so success says show, Chris, we traditionally, well, we're beginning traditions. Okay. <laughs> this is all new. All right. Uh, for our interviews is obviously, you know, I've got some questions that I sent over to you. Okay. But one of the first things that I want to ask, because let me, let me back up a sec, is why did I bring you on here? Mm-hmm. What, again, I want to reiterate, you know, kind of where this podcast is going and, the podcast is all about a Christian professional, whether they own a business, whether they have a professional job, mm-hmm. and how to take their Christianity into the marketplace and be successful. Okay. 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 That's that's where all this is going. And I again, you've heard me say it plenty of times. I'm not a minister. You're not a minister. That is correct. Okay. We're both not ministers. We're you know, and probably one day I'll actually do a podcast about, you know, kings and priests mm-hmm. and the difference between those two. Right. I'll probably do that one day. Mm-hmm. Not, not, mm-hmm. Them, not telling when I'll do it, but one day. But you know, we're kings and we're kings, and so to speak. And but we've got to, as you know, people in non-ministry aspects, have got to rise up. That's true. Okay. That's true. And where Jesus majority of his ministry took place in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. That's where we're the most effective. Correct. Church is just there to equip and empower us. And we're supposed to go and take what we have and be successful in the marketplace to be able to draw men and women to our Lord and savior. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that, that's kind of where I'm at with the, this podcast. And you know, one of the reasons why I want to bring you on. So one of the first things I want to ask any of my inter- people I'm interviewing okay. is, and by the way, we're going to have just conversation with this. Sure. You know, it's just like you and I having, you know, over the table, like we're doing. Right. But how, how and when did you become a Christian? I actually became a Christian when I was nine years old. Really? Nine I became a Christian old. when I was nine as well. I didn't know that. There you go. Okay. You know something now about I me. Was, I was nine years old, um, Second Mount Moriah Baptist Church in Augusta, Georgia. Mm-hmm. And um, basically our pastor used to always preach, and he said, come to Jesus while you have time. <laughs> <laughs> come, come to Jesus while you have time. And, uh, you know, as a little kid, nine years old, you, you keep hearing that. And, and, you know, I'm starting to learn different Bible stories and yep. hearing how you know, Jesus did this for this person. Jesus did this for this person. You know, just all these different stories in the Bible. And I'm finally going, come to Jesus while you have time. Well, it, it just makes sense. I don't want to run out of time. <laughs> so, you know, and what they would do is they would always put the chairs out and open the doors of the church, the invitation to discipleship, uh. and then say, hey, if you'd like to join the church, come. So, you know, I thought about it for probably, seriously, as a nine-year-old. I thought about it for probably three or four months, and I, wow. wouldn't, I wouldn't go. You know, I don't know. I just I don't know whether it was sitting in front of the whole church and saying I'm coming or yeah. or what. But finally, one day, I just I don't know. It's like something just kind of kicked in. I said, "Let me just do it." Yeah. And then right after that, you know, got baptized and everything like that. So that's when I became a Christian. Wow, dude, yeah. that's uh, that's interesting. Was it? Mm-hmm. I mean, you finally just. I mean, was it finally you said I ain't got no more time? <laughs> you know, I, I think it was just why am I why am I waiting to do this? Did your mom or dad have to talk 
talk you through it or anything? Or uh, well, we had talked about it for years. I mean, in our church, mm-hmm. you know, I grew up in a Baptist church, and they were very, very focused yeah. on getting people saved. Sure. So I kept hearing that message. Good old Baptist on, church, yeah. Right there. I heard that message on a regular basis, but at the same time, I kind of was. I don't know if I'm old enough. Yeah. You know, I've been hearing this for a long time, but now. Sure. At the age of nine, I think I'm able to start hearing and understanding my thoughts a little bit, yeah. you know, a little bit more than just cartoons and stuff like that. And so, okay, well, I, I think I'm going to go ahead and do this baptism thing and come to Jesus, you know? Nice. And so that's what happened. Nice, man. Cool. Well, um, tell these uh, tell the listeners your favorite Bible verse and why is your favorite Bible, Bible verse, Chris? Yeah, my... You know, I've got several. Sure. But if I had to pick one, it'd probably be Philippians 4.13. Okay. Which says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. One of my favorites. That's one of your favorites. Yep. Well, see, here's, and I'll tell you why it's my favorite. It's very empowering, Mm -hmm. yet personal. Okay. And so, you know, a lot of times when you think of things being empowering, you almost think of like a superhero, so to speak. Right. But at the same time, every superhero, like a Superman, every Superman has a Clark Kent that's Mm -hmm. the person you really know. Yep. Well, to me, it's like the God of the universe and the creator of all things. When I see that verse, what it tells me is that he will give you the wisdom. He'll give you the talents. He'll give you the abilities. He'll give you the tools necessary to accomplish and be successful mm. at any task or purpose or calling that he's right. really got for you. Right. So it's so it's empowering if you think about somebody that could give you all the tools, all the talents, all the abilities that you need to accomplish a task, but those tasks would be personal to you. Yeah. So that's what it speaks to me, which says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And to me, anybody who reads that verse and understands it and believes it, says, you know what? He's talking to me, whether I'm in the boardroom or yeah. whether I'm in the marketplace or whether I'm on the athletic field yeah. or, or wherever I am, I can do all things. I, in fact, I'll tell you this. That was one of the scriptures that helped get me through college at Georgia Tech. Hmm. Yeah, you probably needed that at Georgia Tech. Well, and i tell you why. Because <laughs> I would say, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, and this is one of those things. And this is one of those, because it was personal, because you were going through that time. That's exactly right. Hmm. Because so you knew that that was exactly where God was leading you. Right. And because he put you in that spot, you could do all things. I could do all things. Through Christ. Through Christ. And this was one of those things. Hmm. That's awesome. That's awesome. I love it. Mm-hmm. So, Chris, obviously this is called the Success Edge Show. Right. I wanted you to kind of give these, uh, give the listeners, what is your definition of success as a Christian? Mm-hmm. As a Christian. As a Christian. Well, there's lots of definitions of success. This is true. I've read lots of books, and this is success, that's success. But to me, I, I really, like you talk about, like I mentioned earlier about being personal. I took some time. I'm glad you actually let me know this question early. Cause I, <laughs> <laughs> but here's what here's what I pretty much came up with is utilizing the talents God's given you mm-hmm. to cause people to want to know more about Christ mm. so that they can figure out where they fit into his master plan. Mm. To me, that's success. Say that again. That's good. Utilizing the talents that God's given you to cause people to want to know more about Christ. So that they can discover where they fit into his mask. So it's not like I've got to get up on a corner and wave my Bible around, you know, in the, 
my office or, you know, even if I'm self-employed and I've got, you know, 50 people, you know, that are employed by me and I've got to say, man, you got to know about Jesus now. No, right. it's, right. it's those actions and those daily things that are drawing them to you. Mm-hmm. And by you living that out, that is success, right? That's correct. That's correct. I mean, just like if if you own maybe some kind of a small retail store, sure, and there are people who come into that store on a regular basis, maybe it's once a week, once mm-hmm. every two weeks or whatever, but you're always just one of the nicest, most friendly people that they ever met, and you may not know what kind of impact that you're making, but eventually they may just come in, and those people may say, you know, Mr. McCart, you're... You've always been so nice to me over the years. Yeah. What is it? Yeah. To me, you're being successful as a Christian because now you have utilized the talents you've gotten to cause people want to know more about what what causes you to be nice to me like that. And really, the reason they're asking is not just because they want to know why you're nice. Mm -hmm. There is something on the inside of them that they're saying, you know what? There's something I need to learn from him, and it's going to help me along my journey. Yep. Because I see him as being successful. Yeah. Now, that's not necessarily you being a Sam Walton and having a Walmart. Right. That could, that could be somebody with just a small mom and pop. Right. But to me, that is success. It's really using your life to shed some type of positive light that causes people to want to know more about him. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's good. That's really good. So I want to sandwich the next two questions I have, Chris. Okay. All right. And... What tell what is what's God you know revealing or teaching to you right now? But more importantly, how are you applying that okay. in your professional life? Yeah. How are you taking that to the market? Okay, okay. Well, I guess one thing is, of course, like you said, we're not ministers, okay, and I'm not a minister, you know. Right. But I understand it's success edge, and we and, and kind of the angle we're going in, but. Um, there's some simple things God's been teaching me right now, probably the last five, six months. Mm-hmm. And the first is really be yourself hmm. always. Yeah. And and it's like I remember reading years ago, I don't even remember who said it, but he talked about, you know, God made you an original, not a copy. Mm. Yeah. And the thing is, and it, it was very profound to me because what I would have a tendency to do for years and years mm-hmm. is if I heard a particular speaker. Yep. Talking, I'm just giving you an example. If he's talking about grace, yep. then all of a sudden I find myself talking about grace all the time. Yep. If I heard one speaker who's very, um, and it doesn't even have to be a speaker. It can just be maybe a coworker, and he's very domineering, and he talks about, you know, he's not very compassionate. I could find myself kind of almost fitting to that. You know, mm. if I heard certain ministers, and they minister with just power, you yeah. know, or, or some guy is very detailed and that kind of thing. You know, I'd find myself kind of almost trying to be like them. Right. And I always felt like I wasn't exactly clicking on all cylinders. Hmm. It's because I was trying to be somebody else. Yeah. So what the Lord has told me is he said, you know, be yourself always. Mm-hmm. I'm with you yep. and I'm com- I'm teaching you what to say. Yep. The other thing he's been teaching me is to stay in the word daily. Hmm. Stay in it daily. That's good. Now, here's what's neat. What I started doing, like I said, about six months ago is I had all this noise in my head from the different speakers and everybody else that I heard. And what I did is I, I shut all of that out and I started listening to the dramatized version of the Bible every morning. Hmm. 
Did you use an app or something like that? Or uh, I use BibleGateway.com, and they okay. have audio Bibles, and you can go King James and then just listen. Interesting. Well, I just listen to it. I just let it play while, yeah. I'm, while I, you know what? It's like what you said in one of your podcasts. I'm paying myself first in the morning. Right. While yep. I'm taking a shower or whatever, I'm sitting there, and I listen to it, and I listen to it, and I listen to it. And it's interesting. As I listen to it, this other wisdom comes out of me during the day later on, depending on what I'm working on. Hmm. Interesting. What do you mean by that? Like, like. Can you give a specific example? Okay, I can give you a specific example. Like, I'm listening to the word and hearing, you know, the stories of of, of Jesus, you know, feeding the multitudes right. and that type thing, yep. and and basically kind of capturing from that, you know, the boy had a, had fish and loaves, and then all of a sudden they fed five thousand. Well, all of a sudden, then I go to work later on that day. And we're trying to figure out constantly how to cut cost, how to increase productivity, how to increase profit. And then what comes to me at times is I'm going, you know what, time out. You know, just like Jesus did his, what resources do we have available now? That you already have. That we already have. Wow, yeah. And how can we multiply them? And I have no idea where it came from. Man, that's awesome. But the next morning, I go back and and pick up wherever I was, like in Mark or Luke or wherever. And I'm going, wait a minute. Yeah. I just heard yesterday about the loaves and the fish and how they fed the 5,000. And I just did that at work. Yeah, that's good. And I didn't even think about it until the next morning when I was going further in that verse. Hmm. So, I mean, that's one of the things is stay in the word daily. Yep. And and here's one statement that's like the Lord gave me is he said, if you'll stay in the word daily, especially paying yourself first in the morning, like like what you mentioned in, mm-hmm. your, in your podcast, he says, what I'm basically doing every morning is I'm filling your tank up for the journey you'll be on today. Yep. So do you want to start out on a long journey with a half a tank or full tank? Exactly. So he's just saying stay in the word daily. The last thing that, that he's really been teaching me is. He's he's basically taught me you got to make yourself available and accessible to others, hmm. and I think this really marries into what we talk about with marketplace ministry. Yep. Jesus walked among the people. Hmm. Yep. Jesus even rebuked the disciples and basically said, "Suffer the children to come to me." In other words, what the Lord is telling me is, you can make a difference out there in the marketplace, but we have a tendency sometimes as Christians, or at least I used to. All of a sudden, oh, you know, now I'm a Christian. I'm I'm living good. I'm renewing my mind. I'm doing all these things. Um, this guy over here, I don't really know if he's living the Christian walk. Yep. So let me kind of distance myself from him. Sure. Versus you may be carrying the antidote that that guy has for the venom and the poison that he's taking in mm. of the world. Yeah. You know, but guess what? That guy's going to die because he doesn't get that antidote that he could get from you through Christ. Mm. So that's something the Lord's been telling us. Just be yourself. Stay in the word daily. You know, make yourself available, accessible to others, you know, so you make a difference. Like, I'll tell you this. This is one other thing I'll tell you about, um, you know, how I'm applying it to my professional life. I have a whiteboard in my office. Mm -hmm. And on that whiteboard, I wrote a statement, no more grasshoppers. Hmm. Okay. So everybody who comes in my office, I don't say, hey, look at the whiteboard. But when they come in there talking to me, they see no more grasshoppers and they want to know, what's that about? Everybody doesn't ask. Some people, they've seen it. They come in my office all the time, but it's four or five months before they'll ask. Some right. people ask right off the bat. Well, when they finally ask me, what is this no more grasshoppers? 
I lead them back to Numbers 13, 33, mm-hmm. where it talked about, you know, Caleb and those had gone out to yep. spy out the land. And it says, and there we saw the giants, and we were in our own sight mm-hmm. as grasshoppers, yep. and so we were in their sight. Yep. So in other words, they saw themselves as grasshoppers, and therefore now they were seen by others as nothing but mere grasshoppers. Mm. And so when I share that with people, they go, so what's that got to do with us? I said, listen, what you got to understand is we work in a very competitive environment. Margins are tough. The business is tough. A lot of times we're getting hammered and you almost feel like you're not doing enough. Yep. You can't accomplish enough. I said, there's no more, no, no grasshoppers. We can't see ourselves. I said, we can't see ourselves as grasshoppers. Right. Because if we see ourselves as grasshoppers, we're not going to be able to succeed in this business world. Mm. And so now what's interesting, I had one guy that I worked with for about four years. Now he's going to work for another company. Mm-hmm. Hadn't talked to him in over a year. And we were talking about this NBA finals, and he loves one of the teams, the Spurs yeah. and everything like that. And he told me, he said, I'm going to have to go and call Greg Popovich, the coach, and tell him no more grasshoppers. <laughs> so think about that. Yeah. I haven't seen him in over a year. Right. But that that was written on my board and me explaining it yeah. to him. Has stayed with him. Has stayed with him. And mm-hmm. so to me, that's how, you know, just being myself, standing in the Word, making myself available to others has kind of made a difference. And he's gone and read that and seen that. That's and good. now he's living by that. That's good. That's so, good. That's awesome. Know. So, Chris. Yes, sir. Kind of wrap this sucker up. Okay. Boil it down to one statement. I mean, one parting thought that the Success Edge listeners can take and chew on and really, you know, go home with and, you know, apply? Let's see. I think if there's one parting statement, I would go back to what we talked about, the definition of success. Hmm. Okay. And that was using those talents God's given you to cause people to want to know more about Christ. Mm -hmm. So I would say, I think we need to take time as, as Christians to go back and ask the Lord, say, Lord, you know, what are my talents? Mm-hmm. Take an inventory of what your talents are. Yeah. And since we're talking about in a professional image, I would say, okay, here's my talents. Now look at what you do professionally and make sure you're maximizing those talents along with in that profession. Right. And I think as you do that, what you're going to do is you're going to put a spotlight on yourself. And people are going to want to know how you maximize these talents in this profession. You, you're going to succeed. It's just sure. inevitable. Because you got, I mean, you got to make sure you've got those talents listed out, and you and you might need somebody to help you. That's true. That is true. You know, to true. help you identify those talents. Right. Some people right. just don't see their own talents. Right. You know, but I mean, I know I did the, my episode number two, mm-hmm. six ways to know your purpose. Correct. You can actually find out your talents by actually go back and listen to that one as well. But yeah, I agree yeah. with that. You know, making a yeah. list out. Yeah, maybe make a maybe that's my takeaway statement. It's just make a list out of your talents and mm-hmm. see how how you're using that and if you're kind of moving in that proper direction with those talents. Now, with that, with your profession, Chris, and obviously having those talents laid out mm-hmm. and having faith. Yes, those talents are there. Yes. Is going to make you a success. Absolutely. That God's orchestrating your steps. Yes. Right? That's right. Okay. That's right. So, man, thank you, Mr. Rice. <laughs> no, it's my pleasure. 
Thank you for being on the Success Edge. Yes, sir. Um, I know that uh, the listeners out there, uh, we appreciate you guys uh, listening in on our casual conversation <laughs> that Mr. Rice and I had here. Um, you know, uh, Chris, is there any uh, any way to find you anywhere out there in the world if they ever want to send you an email or look you up or anything if, like that? If they want to send me an email, I'm riceenterprises at yahoo.com. Awesome. So you can find me there, and you can even find me on Twitter, R. Chris Rice. R. Chris Rice. You got it. Nice. Well, Success Edge listeners, we really appreciate you guys listening in on us. Uh, we are all about taking Jesus in, to the next level in your profession and being successful with that from a Christian perspective. If you want to find me, you can find me on Stitcher Radio, uh, obviously through the podcast. If you want to find me on uh, Twitter is Tyler McCart. You can communicate with me that way. And if you want me to come speak at uh, your organization, let me know. Thank you so much, guys. You have a good one.